All right, good afternoon. Welcome back to the Prophets Picks Football Podcast Show, a podcast on anchor.fm as well as stitcher.com. Wherever podcasts are available, you can listen to this show, my show. During the regular NFL season, I will predict the winner of every single NFL game. And I guarantee you, I'm going to be right more times than I am wrong. It is Sunday and it is August the... 21st August is almost over preseason is almost over the year quite frankly is almost over but if the year is almost over then that means the NFL season is almost over and the NFL season has not even began yet we're only in preseason so with all that being said good after happy Sunday noon this is yet another edition of the Prophets Picks Football Podcast Show, preseason style, and it is approximately 7.04 p.m. Central Standard Time on the East Coast, Atlantic Eastern. It is 8.04 p.m. I'm pretty sure that pretty soon it'll start getting darker a lot sooner on that side of the country. Um, And on the Mountain Division, an hour behind me, it is approximately... Uh, 6.04 p.m. Good early evening to all of you in the mountain time zone and on the West Coast Pacific. Nevada, Las Vegas, Los Angeles, California, Oakland, no longer have the Raiders, the Chargers, no longer in San Diego, 49ers, no longer in San Francisco, but in Santa Clara. My God, how things have changed. The Rams have returned back to Los Angeles, California, and Seattle, Washington. It is approximately 5.05 now p.m. Pacific Division Standard Time. Good afternoon. It is Sunday, once again, August the 21st, and the month of August is almost over. What does that mean? That means that there's about to be a lot of guys that are going to have to walk to the coach's office with their playbook And they are going to have to turn in their offensive and or their defensive and or their special teams and or their multiple playbooks if they're that versatile or gifted of a player. And if they have a special teams playbook as well as an offensive or defensive playbook, I'm pretty sure that the team is going to find a way to hold on to that player, right? Somebody that versatile, that much of a Swiss army knife that can do that many things on your football team. You're going to find a roster spot for him. Uh, Aloha Turf went out there in Waikiki, as well as Honolulu, Hawaii, and the Hawaii American Territory Islands. This is the Prophet Spix Football Podcast Show. And um pretty sure everyone is wondering why have I done so many preseason podcast shows when I normally don't do double digit preseason shows and I'm pretty sure that I'm close to double digit preseason shows the 2022 division predictions uh those shows alone that was eight shows right there and um I've done at least two shows since I've done the predicted winner of all eight NFL divisions and with that being said I am in double digits of preseason shows and I have a few more preseason shows that are on the horizon and that is going to be the roster cut down shows. Now, as I prepare 
for the roster cutdown shows, I'm going to be honest with everyone out there. I don't think that the show will be done as I've done it in past seasons. And I've only been doing this three NFL seasons, four NFL off seasons, counting this one. But as I prepare to go into my fourth regular season uh, at the end of the day, um, I've done an abnormal amount of podcast shows in the preseason, something that I have not done since I started doing this back in August of 2019. So almost five minutes into the show, what am I going to be covering and or talking about? Or as some people like to say, what am I going to be yapping about in this particular podcast? Well, as I started this podcast show back in August of 2019, the number one thing that I spoke on was the quarterbacks. I started with the quarterbacks and I started with the AFC East and I then immediately went to the AFC South, NFC South, excuse me. And that is because I'm a fan of the Falcons from the NFC South and I am a fan of the Miami Dolphins from the AFC East. So with all of that being said, where am I going to go in this show? Well, I'm going to be talking about the quarterbacks in this show. And just basically going to have a semi preseason week to follow up. There is still a game to be played and that game will be played on tomorrow. It'll be the first official Monday night football game, but it will be unofficial because it's preseason. And that football game will be on tomorrow night at 8, 10, 8, 15. I believe it is uh, Atlantic Eastern Standard Time, and it'll be around 7, 7, 10 here in the Central. And of course, the further you go back time zone wise, the further back the time the game will start, or should I say the earlier the game will start. And uh, once again, I hope everyone is having a wonderful uh, Sunday afternoon going to talk about the quarterbacks. Quarterbacks are the most important uh, position on any NFL football team. It is the most important position on an NFL roster. And if you are not the Baltimore Ravens led by Trent Dilfer, or should I say led by Ray Lewis in that Ravens historical defense. If you are not Warren Sapp and Jonathan Lynch and Derek Brooks and that historical Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense led by Brad Johnson at the quarterback position. And I'm sorry to throw Brad Johnson in there, but if you are not either one of those, then you're in an era where every single NFL franchise has to have a franchise quarterback. Trivia question for this show before I go into the subject of NFL quarterbacks thus far in week two of the preseason. And that is this. When was the last time an NFL franchise won a Super Bowl without a quote franchise quarterback end quote? And if you can get that right, email me the correct answer, theprofitspicks at gmail.com. As you heard in the promotional portion of the show before I actually started running my mouth and uh, you get the question right, 
You have to make sure you give me the right answer to the question. You have to make sure you give me the day, the date. Not necessarily the time, but I just need to know the show and date. And by the way, this is show number 409 of the offseason going back to the postseason flowing from the ending of last year's regular season, which was January the 9th, 2022. So the offseason is connected to last season. The first show of the new season will not be until I predict the winner of the the, uh, Thursday night football title defense kickoff game. And that is between the Rams and the Buffalo Bills this year because the Rams are defending their Super Bowl championship and the Buffalo Bills were only two games away. So once again, a trivia question is what was the last NFL franchise to win a Super Bowl championship without a franchise quarterback, quote, franchise quarterback, end quote. And when you think about it, it's been a very long time. And if you can answer that question without Googling it, by the way, you are a true NFL historian. I mean, the Broncos had a franchise quarterback in Peyton Manning, and that could be the answer. Could be a trick question, but I'm not going to tell you whether or not that's the answer or not. You can even argue the Seahawks. Russell Wilson was just not starting out. You can argue that. But there have not been many teams in the last few years. Aaron Rodgers was a franchise guy. Ben Roethlisberger multiple times was a franchise guy. I don't got to remember. I mean, I don't, I don't got to mention Tom Brady, do I? I really don't. So a quarterback question for a quarterback-driven show, a quarterback-driven league. Speaking of quarterback-driven league, if, the, if it was the regular season, it would be Joe Burrow versus... Daniel Jones for the New York Giants. They are playing live right now at MetLife Stadium, East Rutherford, New Jersey. Rest in peace, both Pat Summerall and John Madden. John Madden passed away this past holiday season, and he is now with his long, tendered friend that he was in the broadcast booth with for many, many years, and that was Pat Summerall. Pat Summerall passed away a few years before John Madden, but his better broadcasting half, if I can say that with all due respect to both of those amazing men, Pat Summerall and John Madden. Um, yeah, they're both resting in peace. They did. They both did a lot for the NFL. All right. So I'm going to be talking about quarterbacks in this podcast show, and it's not going to be a long show. I'm not going to run my mouth. I'm not going to get off topic going to talk about quarterbacks, but what specifically am I going to be talking about in this show relating to NFL quarterbacks? I want to start with the NFC South. I already did a preseason review of the AFC South. So let's jump to the NFC. Let's stay in the same division, which is the South. And Let's talk about what's been going on with the quarterbacks, but I'm not just going to do the AFC South. I'm big part in the NFC South in this show. I'm going to go through every other division that I have not talked about yet because preseason basically is almost over. And not only is it almost over, but if we have not seen the franchise quarterbacks and or the starting quarterback for all 32 NFL franchises, 
by this point in time, we're not going to see those guys until the regular season starts. So let's jump off in the NFC South really quickly. We have Atlanta, my Falcons. We have the Carolina Panthers. We have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And we have uh, the, wow, New Orleans Saints. <laughs> I had a brain fart there. Blame it on my age. And at the end of the day, how many franchises has an actual quarterback battle going on let's think about this as the sun is setting here in the central division time zone beautiful sunset by the way it rained earlier over here by my home but not where i was at earlier this afternoon or should i say earlier this morning and this afternoon but it did rain over here by my house 30 minutes away from where i was and it is making this beautiful sunset right now as i look out the window here from the uh office and the uh studios of the Prophets Picks football podcast show coming to you live from Houston, Texas. You have Desmond Ritter, the rookie from Cincinnati. He was in the college football playoff with the Cincinnati Bearcats against Nick Satan, beg your pardon, Nick Saban, excuse me, and the um, Alabama Crimson Tide. You have Marcus Mariota, or Mariota, you say tomato, I say tomato, and Mariota basically immediately won the quarterback battle. I mean, not really a quarterback battle because if Desmond Ritter was legit real deal, in other words, if he was NFL ready right away, he wouldn't have went as late in a draft as he did to the Atlanta Falcons. He would have been drafted a lot sooner. Now, maybe in the future, three years down the road, just like Dak Prescott, just like Russell Wilson, Who knows? That's what Falcons fans are hoping for. Heck, that's what I'm hoping for. But as of right now, he was what? A second round pick? Third round pick? Let's just say he was a mid-round pick. And at the end of the day, there was really no quarterback battle to even speak of for Atlanta. And we all know what Atlanta did. We don't got to go back through that hogwash of courting Deshaun Watson we already know what's going on with that. So now I'll talk about that a little bit more when I get to the AFC North division. But finishing up with the NFC South, we know that Marcus Mariota is going to be the starting quarterback for the Atlanta Falcons. He won't necessarily be the franchise guy in the future. That hat, as of right now, is on the head of Desmond Ritter until he shows the Atlanta Falcons organization, most importantly, Arthur Blank, that he's just not that guy. So jury's still out on him, but we know Marcus Mariota is the guy going into the season for the Atlanta Falcons. All right, let's go to the Tempe Buccaneers. A lot of drama. Tom Brady has taken off more than 10 days. I have not seen any reports anywhere, pro football talk, ESPN, NFL Network, anybody. And hey, I've been a little bit in the hole the last few days, which is what I like to do, by the way, when the weekends come around, because the week is just filled with so much that's going on, whether it's work or outside of work. But at the end of the day, when I come out of this little hole that I'm in, hopefully there will be some news on Tom Brady. What am I getting at? Tom Brady took a leave of absence from the team after coming out of a retirement. He's been away from the team the first one, two preseason games. Blaine Gabbert has been the starter. The front office and the head coach has said this was something that was already 
prearranged. And the thing is, is that the only reason why he came back is because supposedly unfinished business. But let's be honest, Bruce Arians was no longer the head coach. And we know everything that went on for the most part via sports media of what happened behind closed doors. Now, we don't know everything because we weren't there. But from the reports of valid NFL reporters like Mike Florio from Pro Football Talk, like Chris Sims from Chris Sims Unbuttoned on his podcast show, we know that there was drama. And Bruce Arians was, quite frankly, at the head of that. And now the question is, where the heck is Brady at? And when you win seven Super Bowl championships and you win the first year you're with the new franchise, that buys you a lot of slack on the rope, a lot of leash on that rope where you can kind of get away with stuff that others don't get away with. I mean, you can call it favoritism. You can call it favor, period. Whatever the heck you want to call it, you can call it that. Here's the thing. Tom Brady is the ultimate franchise quarterback. He's the ultimate teammate. He's the ultimate leader. If he does not come back, I want to know what happened. Okay. Tampa Bay, buck one place in St. Petersburg, Tampa Bay area, Florida. I want to know what happened. But I think he's going to come back. I don't even really think it's anything to worry about. The biggest story has been Deshaun Watson. And again, we'll get to that in a moment. But... Tom Brady in Tampa, Marcus Mariota, the Titans' former franchise guy and played a little bit out there in Oakland with the Raiders and then, of course, last year with Las Vegas Raiders is the guy in Atlanta. All right, because I'm pressed for time. I still got to go through the rest of the divisions quarterback-wise. The New Orleans Saints, Jameis Winston has a stranglehold on that starting quarterback position. But can Andy Dalton unseat him? I think that is a quiet competition that has been going on all training camp, especially since Jameis Winston is still returning from an injury that a lot of people have not really paid attention to. And I believe because of Brady and because of everything that went on with Watson and Baker Mayfield and Cleveland, I think that that was something that went under the radar. And I've been paying a lot of attention to that, very close attention to it. It's been very quiet. But last few preseason games, and there's only been a few in my book, a few means two. For those of you out there that says a few is more than two. Um, Watching Andy Dalton, watching Jameis Winston. I don't even know if Jameis Winston has even really started a game, quite frankly. But the majority of the highlights that I've seen, it has been Andy Dalton. And when I say highlights, I mean good plays. Um, Plays that could be game-changing. Plays that are smart plays. And at the end of the day, um, I think that's a quarterback battle that if Andy Dalton comes out of that, I would not be surprised if he ends up coming out of that as a starter. All right. One more team in the NFC South, and that is the Carolina Panthers. And look, you didn't trade for Baker Mayfield just so that he could fight with Sam Darnold and lose the quarterback battle to Sam Darnold. You won't hear anyone say this and you shouldn't. 
that knows the NFL and follows the NFL and plays close attention to it like I do and like the professionals do because I am still an amateur. But look, at the end of the day, Baker Mayfield has been to the postseason. Period. In the discussion. And if it wasn't for turmoil in the front office and inconsistency and instability in the front office and the coaching staff of Cleveland, Baker Mayfield and the Cleveland Browns would have been to the postseason more than just that one time during his tenure there. I still believe Baker Mayfield is a franchise quarterback. And I think that it's really important where you're drafted, not only in the draft, but where you drafted in the NFL ends up being where you're drafted in the NFL draft. And because Sam Darnold was drafted high, the year that he came out in the NFL draft, he went to one of the teams in the NFL that is known for dysfunction. That is known for inconsistency. That is known for a lot of things that are not good. And when you trade for Baker Mayfield to have a quarterback battle with Sam Darnold, obviously Baker Mayfield is going to win it out. I mean, no, Baker Mayfield is not Tom Brady. No, Baker Mayfield is not Aaron Rodgers. Heck, Aaron Rodgers is not Tom Brady, but he's a more gifted passer than Tom Brady, if you ask me. Tom Brady just has more Super Bowl rings. And that's what we grade everyone on, right? We grade them on Super Bowl rings. And at the end of the day, Aaron Rodgers should have a lot more. So it's going to be Baker Mayfield for the Carolina Panthers. Mark my words here today, August the 21st, a little bit after 725 Central Standard Time, 825 Eastern. It's going to be Marcus Mariota until he can prove he cannot do it anymore. Or Desmond Ritter just absolutely acts a plum nut bat you know what crazy fool when it comes to preparing in the NFL from weeks 1 to week 17 I mean if Desmond Ritter cuts up in practice and he just and and Marcus Mariota just completely lose all professional experience that he's had as a franchise quarterback with the Titans then you know what hey it's time for Desmond Ritter It's, it's Ritter time right so Mariota with my Falcons Tom Brady with the Bucks. I don't think he's I don't think it's anything. I don't I don't think there's a story there. The only story is it's unfair that he's not there and everybody else is in that Florida heat working out. Um Baker Mayfield for the Carolina Panthers and again, I will not be surprised if Andy Dalton wins that quarterback battle. I think that there is a quarterback battle battle there and everything else that has went on in the offseason and because The Saints don't have Sean Payton. The Saints don't have Drew Brees anymore. That is something that just has flown under the radar. All right. Speaking of Aaron Rodgers, let's jump over to the north of the NFC. We have the Packers. We have the Bears. We have Detroit Lions. And we have the Minnesota Vikings. Skull clap. All right. So Minnesota's got Kirk Cousins. There's no quarterback battle up in Minnesota. Number one. Kirk Cousins is getting paid buku money, ridiculous, stupid money. And I still don't understand why his overall Madden rating is only 80 for Madden 2023. I also don't understand why he was ranked as low as he was in the top 100 players. I just don't. I don't understand the top 100 NFL players ranking this year. I mean, and I said I wasn't going to go off topic, but come on, man. Nicholas Chubb. 33 in the NFL top 100. Are you freaking kidding me? 
And then complete and total utter disrespect to Chris Jones. I believe he was ranked at 31. I really want to know what the top 20 is going to be for this year's NFL 100. I, I want to know. And I do understand that every single great player in my mind or in other fans' minds can't go in the top 20. I understand that. I get that. But come on, man. Nick Chubb at 33. Chris Jones at 31. The majority of the talent consistently off rip is in the AFC. And those are two of the top players on either side of the football. Aaron Rodgers, Green Bay Packers, enough set. Right? Nothing more to say there. Let's let's go to Detroit. Not a quarterback battle in Detroit. Sort of kind of similar situation. Only difference is Jared Goff is not better than Kirk Cousins. I'm pretty sure anybody would agree would agree with me on that. Anybody that is football wise, football knowledgeable. If you disagree with me with that, that's fine. You're entitled to your own opinion. And then Chicago. Trevor Simeon looked really good these first two preseason games. But we all know that Justin Fields is going to be the man. And as good as Trevor Simeon looked, former New Orleans Saint backup, by the way, and Andy Dalton, former Bear backup, who is now a New Orleans Saint backup. But I still think that Andy Dalton could possibly win that starting job in New Orleans. I can't get away from that. Justin Fields is the man, right? Right. And that just goes to show you how ignorant I was because not knowing the NFL as well as the professionals know it, I really kind of sort of felt like Justin Fields was going to be in a Sam Darnold situation, right? He gets drafted by the former coaching regime, an offensive-minded guy, Matt Nagy. When you have an offensive-minded coach, you should have a successful offense, right? And this is something that I talked about during the offseason. It's completely and totally backwards. Dan Quinn, defensive-minded coach. Your defense should be the best part of the team for the Falcons, right? No, didn't work out that way. The offense was the bomb. Defense was trash. Same thing in Chicago with Matt Nagy. Matt Nagy's offense was trash. Bears defense was the bomb. I don't know why it works out that way, but it just does. And I think the NFL is slowly but surely getting back to that complete NFL coach that comes from the defensive side of the football. And the offense is still going to get get the job done and do what they're supposed to do. There's just a bunch of new NFL coaching blood out there when it comes to offensive minded coaches. And the Chicago Bears has one. Almost makes me want to re-rank my NFC North Division predictions. But again, Aaron Rodgers, starting quarterback, franchise guy for the Packers. Justin Fields for the Chicago Bears. And this is quarterback rankings, each each division. And then, of course, third would be Kirk Cousins. And then after that, you will have Jared Goff. Now, if you're looking at experience, I would go Rodgers, Cousins, Fields, then Goff. Yeah, Goff's been to a Super Bowl, but we all know Goff is... He reached his, 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 his ceiling when he went to the Super Bowl in Atlanta and just got plum busted open by Brian Flores and the Patriots defense. All right. Speaking of the North, let's go over to the AFC North. We have Cleveland. We have Cincinnati. Both of the teams are in the state of Ohio. We have the Pittsburgh Steelers. And we have the team that used to be the Cleveland Browns, the Baltimore Ravens. Lamar Jackson 
Mitchell Trubisky, possibly quarterback battling with the rookie Cody Pickett from the University of Pitt Panthers. Uh, I'll talk about that more in a minute. Cleveland, Lord have mercy. Feel so sorry for the fans there. But the owner got what he wanted. Talk about that more in a moment. And last but certainly not least, Cincinnati. Joe Burrow is neck and neck with Lamar Jackson, right? Lamar Jackson was hurt last year a lot. Joe Burrow was hurt in his rookie year. He came back last year as if he has been in the league for six, seven years. And he led the Bengals to the Super Bowl. As a matter of fact, I really think I'm probably going to watch that game right now, even though I got like about 22 preseason games to watch. Kind of want to watch that Super Bowl all over again, but I definitely will get around to watching that Super Bowl again before the title defense kickoff because that's the Rams and the Bills and that's the start of the new season. And that is the Super Bowl championship banner drop in SoFi Stadium. So getting back to the Bengals, I'm going to go out on a limb and I'm going to say the Bengals have the best quarterback in the AFC North. Now, Ravens fans, I know you're going to come after me. Please give me some grace with that. Don't be judgmental. Joe Burrow proved it. He got his team to the Super Bowl. Lamar Jackson has not gotten his team to the Super Bowl yet. Super Bowls is what we base all of our predictions, what we base all of our grades on. And at the bottom of a 7 o'clock hour here in the Central Division time zone, it's definitely Joe Burrow for the Bengals, right? Lamar Jackson for the uh, Baltimore Ravens. And if Mr. Huntley gets a little bit more playing time this year because of a Jackson injury, I can see a situation where the Ravens are done with Jackson and they go with Huntley. Number one, Jackson's contract is due. He's his own agent. Ravens are frustrated with that. Number two, Huntley got a lot of playing time last year in Jackson's injury And not only that, he'll get more playing time if Jackson is hurt this year. It's the style of football that Lamar Jackson plays. He better talk to RG3 and he better get down. Washington Commanders fans, you know exactly what I'm talking about with that. All right. Pittsburgh. Mitchell Trubisky, he's the starting guy. He's in a better position in Pittsburgh than he was in Chicago. The defense is just that be- that much better. They're a little bit better. Some would argue the Steelers' defense is a lot better. You got more stability there. You got more foundational uh, success there in recent years, not just overall in the history of the franchise. And at the end of the day, look, Pickett's a rookie, okay? He would have to be Peyton Manning in year four to take the job away from Mitchell Trubisky right now. So... Again, the breakdown, Baltimore, Jackson, Bengals are first quarterback rankings again with Joe Burrow. Third is Mitchell Trubisky, who was supposed to be the franchise guy for the Bears when he was drafted out of North Carolina University at Tar Heels. And last but certainly not least, who is Cleveland going to start? Will they start Joshua Dobbs? Will they start Jacoby Brissett? Or will they start? That guy that we all know as Josh Rosen. Did Josh Rosen end up in Cleveland 
it's kind of escaping my mind right now, but I know it was between Rosen and A.J. McCarron, and I think I remember seeing a report right before preseason games kicked off that A.J. McCarron didn't make it to the final uh, the final uh, call, and it ended up being uh, Josh Rosen. I know that Deshaun Watson is the franchise guy now for Cleveland. I did not mention his name on purpose. Why? It came down last Friday, Thursday, that Deshaun Watson has been suspended. Not six games, not seven. Let's go double digits with a $5 million fine. 11 games for Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson will basically miss yet another season. So, 11 games, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. He's only going to play in six games. The last time Deshaun Watson played was January the 9th, 2021. He didn't play all year last year with Houston Texans because of the off-field situation with the sexual misconduct. And we all know the story. And everybody just wants to put it behind them. And at the end of the day, this has been a major distraction to the NFL The Cleveland Browns coaches, not necessarily ownership. He's a billionaire. He doesn't give a crap. He's a billionaire. I mean, let's call a duck a duck. Let's call a spade a spade. It walks like a duck. It quacks like a duck. Not calling Jimmy Haslam a duck, but he doesn't care. He wanted his guy. He got his guy. And Deshaun Watson's going to pay $5 million in fines. He missed... 17 games last year, and he's going to miss, what did I say, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. Sean Watson have missed a total of 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23. Sean Watson is going to miss a total, I believe, of 22 games since January the 9th. Now, my math could be wrong. I've been wrong before. I'll be wrong again on this podcast show. I'm going to be wrong. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be wrong a bunch of times for the next four months, September, October, November, December, even during the postseason, I'm going to be wrong, but I'm going to be right more than I am going to be wrong. And it's been that way since 1995. Anyways, Cleveland does not have a quarterback. Okay. When Deshaun Watson did play in the preseason, he looked horrible. I listened to Chris Sims over and over again when we all wanted Colin Kaepernick to be allowed back in the NFL. And um, what am I getting at? I listened to Chris Sims when he said over and over again, you just can't come back to the NFL after being off a year, being off two years, being off three years. Colin Kaepernick has been at the NFL for almost 10 years now. And if Deshaun Watson only missed one season and he looked that much like hot garbage in a preseason game. What makes the Cleveland Browns ownership, not the coaches, not the fans. What makes Cleveland Browns ownership think that they have their guy? It's going to be extremely hard for Deshaun Watson to come back in week 12. First game against Houston since he last played for Houston 
in Houston. Say that three times fast. The first time Deshaun Watson is going to play a football game is going to be week 12 against Houston for the first time since he played for Houston in Houston. But it's going to be a Cleveland Brown. I don't see the Browns winning that game. I don't see Deshaun Watson being game ready, whether it's adrenaline or whether it's conditioning is what I really meant to say, not adrenaline, but conditioning, whatever you want to call it. He's not going to be up to game speed. He's going to get destroyed in that game. And I'm pretty sure everyone that had an issue with him and that still has an issue with him, they're going to be looking forward to that. All right, let's go back to the NFC really quickly. The NFC West. There is no quarterback battle in San Francisco because Trey Lance is the guy. And he has shown flashes last year. He's shown flashes in preseason. He's ready to go. He's going to be a good quarterback. The Rams, Matthew Stafford, were worried about his elbow. But basically, Matthew Stafford, enough said. He's got a Super Bowl ring under his belt. He's got a Super Bowl trophy under his belt. Know your role. Shut your mouth and respect the greatness of Matthew Stafford in the discussion. Wife is a brain cancer survivor. Beautiful family. Keep your mouth and your hands and your opinions negatively off of Matthew Stafford and the Stafford family. They've overcome so much. And he's a Super Bowl champion now. Nothing bad I can find to say about the guy. Um, and even if I could, I wouldn't, um, let's go to the Seattle Seahawks, Geno Smith and Drew Locke, supposedly a quarterback battle, but I mean, come on, really? Geno Smith's the guy in Seattle, Arizona. We know Calamari is the guy. There's no quarterback battle there, but I'm going to tell you something. Trace McSorley. He is a mixture, the former uh, Penn State quarterback. He was with the Ravens. He was drafted to the Ravens. That's how I got in the NFL a few years back. Trace McSorley is looking really good in preseason. And um, Trace McSorley, he reminded me a lot of Baker Mayfield while Baker Mayfield was at Oklahoma. He was wearing jersey number 19. But I really just said, man, this guy looks like Baker Mayfield when Baker Mayfield was at Oklahoma. That's all I could think about watching Trace McSorley play. No, he does not have 4.3 speed like Kyler Murray. That is not what I'm saying. Do not put words in my mouth. But what I am saying, if the Cardinals let this guy go and something happens to Kyler Murray, just like Lamar Jackson, same type of quarterback style. That's going to be the dumbest move that Cliff Kingsbury and um, Mr. Kime as the general manager for Arizona has made. Cincinnati, New New York Giants in East Rutherford, New Jersey. Halftime, preseason game number two. Bengals are up. I cannot give a live actual number score. I'll be going up against... um, the regulations and CC violations and all of that other stuff. I don't want to get sued. All right. So in the NFC West, once again, Matthew Stafford for the Rams. He's got the elbow, but he'll be okay. Um, as far as I know, Geno Smith for the Seattle Seahawks. Of course, he would be third. Trey Lance would be second. And then, or actually, Kyler Murray would be second. 
Trey Lance is third, and then Geno Smith with the Seahawks is fourth. Again, this is quarterback rankings. I've already predicted the winners of every single division. I'm not going back on that. 40 minutes into the show, I still have to do the AFC East, the NFC East, the AFC West, as well as the um, NFC. I did the South. I need to do the East. I need to do... Oh, no, I just need to do the NFC East. I've done the West. I've done the South. And I've done the North. I need to do the AFC West as well as the AFC East. And I've already done the AFC South. So, and I've done the AFC North. So, only three divisions left, right? We got the AFC East. We have the NFC East. And we have the AFC West. I'm going to save the AFC West for last. That's my favorite quarterback division right now. Really quickly. NFC East. Dak Prescott, the Bears, they're first. Jalen Hurts and the Eagles, they're second. Washington Commanders with Carson Wentz is a toss-up with them and Daniel Jones with the New York Giants. Look, Tyrod Taylor is Tyrod Taylor. If something happens to Daniel Jones, Tyrod Taylor will take that team over. And I believe he will be successful in doing so. He's been around the league for a long time. And all he has done has been a backup quarterback. And when there is no guy to go to as a leader or a franchise guy or a bridge guy, he is that guy and he has been that guy. So the Giants should be okay. Their defenses look stellar this off, this preseason thus far. But right now they are fourth because Carson Wentz, he's got a little bit of cachet. He was on his way to a league MVP when he got hurt against the Rams. And I know people get sick and tired of me saying this, but it is true. He was on his way to a league MVP year when he got hurt against the Rams. He just was. And I believe that the Eagles would have won the Super Bowl comfortably against the Patriots if it was Carson Wentz through the entirety of the season. They probably would have finished up 15-1 and at the end of the season and then just eased their way through the postseason. Would have really been no type of struggle. But Carson Wentz, as of right now, his stats from last year, seven interceptions, 27 touchdowns. I don't need to go any further than that. We know what Jalen Hurts and the Eagles did with Nick Suriani, an offensive-minded guy. Perfect example of what I'm talking about. If you're going to have an offensive coach, the offense has got to be beast. And the Eagles offense, especially late in the season, was beast. They got back to the roots of the NFL Running the football in the postseason with defense travels well, right? Defense wins championships, right? Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, Von Miller for the Rams. Von Miller's now with the Buffalo Bills. Won that Super Bowl. Matthew Stafford made a few throws. Cooper Cup just absolutely hunting glazed that Bengals secondary. Eli Apple, sit down somewhere. Be quiet. All right. So for the NFC East once again, Best quarterback in that division is Dak Prescott for the Dallas Cowboys. Jalen Hurts is second, third. Once again, Carson Wentz already told you why Daniel Jones is fourth. All right, AFC East. We got Mac Jones, national championship winner. Alabama Crimson Tide. Roll got dog on Tide, right? Almost time for college football. We have Josh Allen for the Buffalo Bills. We have the two and ons, two a tongue of a lowest, two a time. 
for Miami, but how many more years will it be to a time? Quite frankly, how many more games? And then we got Zach Wilson for the New York football Jets. This is honestly my second best quarterback division right after the AFC West and AFC North. If Deshaun Watson did not have all of this stuff going on, the AFC North will be second quarterback wise, but we're not going to see a full year of Watson versus Burrow, Watson versus Trubisky, Watson versus um, Lamar Jackson. We're not going to get that. And that's all uh, Deshaun Watson's fault. So getting back to the AFC East, come on, Josh Allen, Buffalo Bills, end of the story. Okay, they're first, right? When it comes to quarterbacks, um, second off in that division, it can't go to Tua, it can't go to Wilson. It has to go to Mac Jones. He did what he needed to do to help his team get to the postseason in his first season as an NFL quarterback. And then, of course, we got Tua and we have Zach Wilson. I'll be honest. I would take Zach Wilson right now over Tua. Everybody loves Tua. I get it. I understand. Tua's got to make better decisions. He's got to stay healthy. This is a make or break year for Tua Tonga Valoa. And I know Miami Dolphins fans are going to say to me, why am I saying that when I'm a Dolphins fan? Because I am a realistic individual. I am not a homer. Never have been, never will be. Once my eyes were opened up, and that is a key quote, eyes are opened up about specific things. There is no type of magic, no type of spell, manipulation, anything you can tell me to revert where my mind is at. So Dolphins are fourth quarterbacks now. Tua Tonga-Valoa, Zach Wilson is third with the Jets. And then Josh Allen is first. Mac Jones is second. I really want to see the day when Mac Jones eclipses Josh Allen. But look, Josh Allen has been playing a lot longer than Mac Jones. And Mac Jones just can't do the things that uh, Josh Allen can do. All right. Last division, baby. The AFC best West. Patrick Mahomes. Chiefs. Derek Carr. Yeah, yes. Justin Herbert. There's bombs falling all over the place out of the sky. Oh no, it's Justin Herbert with his Herbo bombs. And last but certainly not least, Russell Wilson. Dangerous in Big D. Not Dallas. Denver. Is this not the best division with quarterbacks? Everybody's got a call sign. It's like they're in the Air Force Naval Academy. Like, literally. The AFC West is top gun. Okay? Patrick Mahomes, my homie Mahomes, name given to him, call sign given to him by the way he plays in Chris Sims from Chris Sims Unbuttoned in Pro Football Talk. Herbo Bombs, 
given to Justin Herbert by me, the Prophets Picks of Prophets Picks Football Podcast Show. Dangerous, given to him by either his teammates or himself and his teammates or Sierra, Sierra, whoever gave him his nickname, Dangerous, and I like that. And then last but certainly not least, Derek Carr. Derek Carr really does not have a nickname or a call sign, right? You can't call him Little Carr because his older brother, David Carr, didn't really do a lot when he was drafted to the Houston Texans for to be the franchise guy. His little brother has done way more in the NFL than David did. And there's a lot of reasons for that. And I'll talk about that on another podcast show when I have more time to talk about that. But how do you rank these quarterbacks in this, the best AFC West division? Now, of course, Patrick Mahomes, right? He's first six consecutive AFC West division championships. But who goes after Patrick Mahomes? Well, Super Bowls. You got to go with Dangerous. You got to go with Russell Wilson. He's got a Super Bowl and he has, if not the prettiest deep ball in all of the NFL, one of the prettiest deep balls in all of the NFL. Third would be Justin Herbert. No disrespect to Mr. Carr. But hey, I guess Derek Carr's call sign can be skirt, skirt, right? Carr, get it? Derek Carr, skirt, skirt. Anyways, I know, kind of lame. Look, until somebody knocks Patrick Mahomes down and he's only going to get better. I can't even believe I'm saying he's only going to get better. How much better can this guy get? He's going to get better. Let's just prepare for it and deal with it. It's the same thing with Trevor Lawrence in the AFC South. It's the same thing with Josh Allen in the AFC East. These are two guys that will more so Josh Allen than Trevor Lawrence. But this is just something that you don't think can happen. Is it any way possible for Josh Allen to get any better than he are? Yes, there is. He does not have a Super Bowl ring yet. Is there any way possible for Patrick Mahomes to get any better than he Yes, there is. He can get more Super Bowl rings than he already has. But quarterback rankings for the AFC West is Patrick Mahomes for the Kansas City Chiefs. Russell Wilson for the Denver Broncos. This is his first season in a Denver Bronco uniform. It does not matter. Now, if Dangerous wasn't in Denver, of course Justin Herbert would be second. And of course, Derek Carr would be third. Derek Carr is a great quarterback. If you gave me a choice between Derek Carr, Geno Smith, Marcus Mariota, and Carson Wentz, or even Kirk Cousins, I'm going to take Derek Carr. And I'm going to make sure that my defense is smash mouth and it is all matting. Because I can win a Super Bowl championship with a smash mouth all matting defense. And Derek Carr at quarterback. I can do it. I can. I can. Here's your grading for franchise quarterback. Number one, intangibles. Does your quarterback show leadership on and off the football field? In the training room? In the locker room? In the film room? Does your quarterback 
give extra time in the film room after practice on the practice field with the jugs machine with other receivers that may not even make the team at the end of preseason does your quarterback stay out of trouble off the football field Deshaun Watson does your NFL quarterback these are intangibles does he raise the level of play and I'm just going to throw Madden in here for a moment with the ratings does your franchise quarterback raise the level of play from a 56 overall to a 76 overall or better and Madden football players video gamers you know what I mean when I say 56 overall to a 76 overall if your quarterback can raise the level of play of the people around him and these guys just aren't that good they just really aren't and your quarterback can do that you have the right guy keep him build around him and then take the training wheels off baby let it fly AFC West is going to be so exciting this season God knows I cannot wait to see Derek Carr versus Russell Wilson Derek Carr versus Patrick Mahomes Derek Carr versus Justin Herbert oh my god Justin Herbert needs to get the revenge against the Raiders Raiders got into the postseason this past January by beating out Justin Herbert and the Chargers I cannot wait to see Herbert versus Wilson some of the best games are going to be Chargers versus Broncos uh Chiefs versus Raiders Raiders versus Broncos Chargers versus Chiefs some of the best games are going to be in the AFC West this year and if it wasn't for the suspension for Deshaun Watson, and it's well-deserved, he earned that suspension and that $5 million fine. If it was not for that, you can argue that the AFC North would be next on that list. But again, when you go up and down all four teams in all eight divisions, right now the best quarterback situation is the AFC West. And there's really nothing any other division can do about it unless they get on the field and they play elite quarterback football. This has been the Prophets Fix Football Podcast Show. Hope everyone enjoys the rest of their weekend. It is almost over. Back to the real world on tomorrow, that 9 to 5 or 8 to 4, 7 to 4, whatever hours you work. This has been... Quarterback updates in the preseason after week two. Everybody stay safe out there. Continue to wear your mask. One. Thank you for listening to the Prophets Picks football podcast show. And to promote those that I love and those that I know that are trying to grow their businesses and it's going very well for the majority of all of us. I want to start off with Arigato Joey at soundcloud.com. Once again, that is A-R-I-G as in goat, A-T-O-J-O-E-Y at soundcloud.com. Look him up and check him out. The missus has yet another business that she is getting started little miss entrepreneur here at the Prophets fix football podcast show and the show is also brought to you by the online beauty boutique once again that is the online beauty boutique 
heavenly hair for all of you ladies out there. But at the website, you can also find stuff for men and kids of all ages. So check her out. The online beauty boutique.com. And you can find me on Instagram as well as Twitter at the Prophets Picks. 2019 is the Instagram handle. Once again, that is at the Prophets Picks 2019. Made some adjustments for the social media portions for this podcast show. And Twitter is still the same at Prophets underscore Picks. You can email me as well, the Prophets Picks at gmail.com. And last, but certainly not least, ladies and gentlemen, Bishop Southern Cuisine, a brand new restaurant. Here in the city of Houston, fly in, come and eat here. If you live here in the state of Texas, drive to Houston. If you live in Houston, you're a lot closer. Drive there. The address 10400 South Post Oak Road. Man, that is a long street address, right? 10400 South Post Oak Road, Suite E, Houston, Texas 77035. If you want to email and find out more information, Bishops Southern Cuisine at gmail.com. Two S's in that email. Once again, Bishops Southern Cuisine at gmail.com. You can email me here at the show as well, theprophetspicks at gmail.com. Hey, this is JCF of the Prophets Picks Football Podcast Show. Embarking on season number three and the new 2022 NFL season. Enjoy the show. Next. <laughs>